Hey everybody, this is Andy from the Triple F Podcast. So glad that you chose to join us today. I hope you're having a great day and that you enjoy this episode. If you do, like, comment, share, follow, whatever you can do to let us know that you're listening, that you like it, and let us know what you want to hear from us next. Hope you have a great day. Enjoy. Peace out. Hey everybody, thanks again for tuning in and listening to Triple F. Sean and Andy here, and we've got another great episode for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed our uh, coin flip, flip topics from the other day. And we're going to do what Andy called the B-side. So those topics uh, you know, that we didn't get to the last time, we're going to get to those today. So maybe, maybe you were really hoping that we were going to land on one of those topics last week, and we didn't. Well, guess what? Now you get to hear us jibber-jabber about that. <laughs> <laughs> two, two, two things, Sean. Two things. Number one, you say, "Hey guys, hey guys, hey guys." Yeah. We just want to acknowledge that we've seen that there's a lot of ladies that are listening. So the analytics yeah. show that we're at least we're nearly half ladies. So hello, ladies. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. That's number one. The other thing is, if we're going to talk B sides, let me ask you this, and we haven't discussed this off the air, but uh, the no, 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 that's, <laughs> no nothing bad. <laughs> the. Uh, B-sides. All right. When you were growing up, obviously you are cassette-aged. Uh, you were a cassette-aged kid, right? Yep, growing up yep, in the yep. 80s and the 90s, you're a cassette kid. Did you have Did you have an album where the B-sides is where the best tracks were at ever? Oh, I'm sure I did. But to say, sit and think that I was conscious about uh, which side was yeah. better, I don't know if I could, <laughs> could tell you that, man. Off the top of my head. It was, it was so frustrating. It was so frustrating until they came out with like the, the systems where it could help you find songs and find, you know, different sides and everything. It was super frustrating to have a B side that you really liked and uh, like one song on, on the A side or whatever. So anyway, switching, switching tracks back and forth. This side is the opposite of our coin flip topics from last week. The ones that we didn't get to and go. No, I, now you can't <laughs> ask a question like that and then not tell me what yours was. What was your B-side cassette? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, I figured had, you uh, had one in mind. That's the reason you were asking me. Like it, it I didn't. You. No, my, mine were always. All right, so uh, we grew up pretty poor, and I had very few. Um, I had very few. Not poor, but, you know, like we weren't spending a lot of money on uh, on cassette tapes. So we. Uh, I had an eight-jack player. <laughs> no, I did not have. I'm not that old. So we. Uh, <laughs> We had uh, we didn't buy a lot of cassettes. I would sit down and record the uh, the top forty of uh, Crook and Chase or something like that. Record it, and uh, I'd record on both sides of it. And then the frustrating part for that is that you record on side A for the first say it was a two hour episode, and like each one was uh, you know an hour on each side. By the time that it got around to the like hits twenty through one, they were all on B side. You might like a new song that was in the, the, the 21 to 40s. Does that make sense? Yeah. You've recorded that on A-side. So you're like, I want to hear the new song on A-side. And then you'd have to flip over to B-side to hear the, the most popular hits in the in the, uh, in the the country that week. So you that's my B-side stories. You mentioned Crick and Chase. Now, I'm not mad for the me think country. And uh, there's a guy I loved growing up um, and when I was a teenager. His name was Marty Brown. And he came on the scene you know, like lightning, dude. Like, they was claiming he was going to be the next Hank Williams and stuff. And I followed him for a long time. And if you guys don't know, he actually, like, had a resurgence a couple years back, made it on, like, America's Got Talent and finished in, I think, like, the top five or something. But anyhow, 
I remember that. I can. I actually now that you mentioned that, he had uh, um, two albums, uh, High and Dry, and It Must Be the Rain. And I think both of those had songs on the B side that I liked. One was called uh, Too Blue to Crow was one of my favorite ones of his, and then um, I'd Rather Fish Than Fight. Um, and I, I think both of those were on the B side. And I think there were some other songs on there that I enjoyed better than you know the A side, which had like the radio singles and stuff. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it, that, well, this, okay. This this goes back to the to the to the topic that we hit last week on one of the the coin flip topics, the the tools. All right. So here is a uh, here's a tool, a, a person, a generalized person that I think is a tool that I don't really like, and that's somebody that refuses to acknowledge that the hits are actually good, and they only want to tell you about the deep tracks. Right. They only want to tell you about the songs that you would have heard on beat, and you're like, well, you probably didn't have that album. Uh, it was really deep. Uh, you probably just listened to the to the hits. And so I can't stand deep track guy, right? <laughs> don't deep tell me about guy. how deep you are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't, don't need that guy. Yeah, when you get past, you know, what they what they release to the public, you know, uh, what they're trying to make money <laughs> off of. They really have yeah, it's like, it's like you think you're their friend. Yeah. Like, hey, I, I know them really well. They told me to listen to uh, to the other side of the album. There's be, this obscure recording that they did in their basement with uh, Jimi <laughs> Hendrix and it was... <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, it's the same as the guy that tells you to play something backwards or play it in rewind or, or, or uh, you know, play it in slow-mo or it really says this. You're like, you didn't get a memo from the band telling you to do that. But uh, really proud of you, though. Glad that you had that much time. I love it, the dude. Basement. Deep track guy. We're going to put yeah, a list of our, uh, uh, now that we have a Facebook page, if you haven't checked it out, go search for Triple F on Facebook. Um but now, now that we have one, I'm gonna put a list out of our uh, our uh, tool characteristics <laughs> or, or yeah, you know, templates for being a, a tool. Guy. If you're a deep track guy, you're a tool. <laughs> <laughs> Just embrace the hits, man. They're a, they're hits for reasons. That's right. So, That's right, yeah, man. If it no wasn't for the hits, the then you probably wouldn't have heard of the other tracks. Okay, you wouldn't have been yeah, able to go right. down a bunny trail and find those those obscure songs. Um, so anyhow, uh, all right, Tools was one of the, or as in people, Tools uh, was the, the side the coin landed on, right, uh, uh, last episode. So the opposite side of that was Tools as in things that we use, right, instruments, tools. Yeah. Um, so, Andy, <laughs> what's one of your favorite tools to use, or maybe one, <laughs> maybe one of the, the most hated tools that you have? This is probably the worst topic that we've ever covered. <laughs> I was so glad when it landed on the people last week instead of the actual tools. Because what are we going to do here? Like, I like a drill. I'm a, I'm a drill guy. What's your favorite? Do you like Milwaukee or do you like one of those battery powered ions? Uh, yeah, Ryobi. You know? uh, <laughs> cobalt. Um, steel. Let's see. No, so craftsman. I, now, I've got a plethora of tools man none of them that i can uh, uh use very well i think it would probably be easier to think of um tools that you know that we really don't want to use if we're gonna have to do work right if we're gonna have to do something what's something that you dread using uh the most primitive tool of all times a paintbrush, a paintbrush. i dread <laughs> the paintbrush <laughs> by definition it is a tool and if you like to paint with a paintbrush, you're a tool. So um, <laughs> it is not my favorite. And even worse, even worse. And it's, it is super convenient, but the sprayer, the paint sprayer 
is uh, is incredibly convenient. But if you break for lunch, uh, if you break for lunch and you come back, it's it's all clogged up. It doesn't work well. There's overspray all over the side of my house right now because of it. So I can't stand that. Outside of that, I really like using tools. I like uh, I like building well, things. I like working with things. So mine's pretty primitive go. too. <clears throat> the tool that I probably hate is um, a post hole digger. I, I ain't digging post holes, man. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm the same. God, I would same rather, here. and I would rather take a shovel and, and dig a hole that's you know, uh, fifteen feet wide just to get to the depth that I need to for my pole than to try to do it with that pole stone digger. I just, uh, I don't know. I'm a, I guess I'm it might just be guy. my weakness, but I can't. I, like, I can't stand it. I'm the same. I like the matic. I like. I like the Matic that's got like the, you know, uh, like a pick on one side and, and almost like a hoe type, type type end on the other. A Matic yeah. is my favorite. I'll dig holes and I dug our entire fire pit with a Matic. And my neighbor who, she was like 85, came out and she goes, we could let you borrow a shovel. I'm like, no, I've, I've got a shovel. I'm just pretty big on the Matic. <laughs> the whole time John Henry's in the background of your head. Is that, is that you're just thinking of him swinging? Well, no, he swung a hammer. He didn't swing a matic. He swung, yeah. He wasn't a matic guy. Yeah, he yeah. was a hammer guy. I think I think most of your serial killers would have been matic guys. Oh, you, know? I, you think so? Not just just matic. <laughs> I mean, <they're... laughs> it depends. Probably on what's what's at their disposal. Are you a are you a serial killer guy, Sean? Like not as in have you done that, but you know, are you in? Are you interested in people who've done that? Like understanding the the psychology of that person? Not really, but I have you know mm. heard of tendencies that they have, and I try to watch and make sure my kids aren't doing that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done that? You're like, oh God, my kids hurting that dog. My kids hurting that dog. <laughs> I hear that's a tendency of a serial killer. <laughs> I do uh, like uh, you know the the second that I hear that. You know, somebody has uh, has like passed away, or I hear that, that this or that's happened. Like, I do weigh out like um, you know facts and try to try to piece things together. A little bit of CSI type stuff. So that's that's kind of my turn. I, I really do like the studying serial killers and whatnot. Andy's psychology is pretty crazy. Andy's yeah. CSI. CSI. The mind of Andy. That could be a new criminal, uh, uh, you know, drama show. So, it would have just as many viewers as our podcast does. So, <laughs> our podcast is good enough, brother. Really and I would be thankful for every one of them, dude. I am too. And we have expanded. Did you see on the, the the chart the other country that is now that has listened to us? No, no. Who is it? Romania. Uh, we are. We are international. We're going to be bigger than the Hoff is. Okay. <laughs> For you guys that are, are not in the know, uh, that is David Hasselhoff. He's a huge uh, German icon. <laughs> so, um, yeah, pop star over there. You know, that's going to be me and Andy. Apparently, we are yeah. blowing it up in, in the European Union. <laughs> I think that's what America's hoping, is that we'll be big over there. <laughs> Dude, we need to learn no, some sir. phrases. We need to learn, like, German. Uh, well, wait a minute. Uh, uh, see. Uh, is Danke Shane German for thank you? Probably. I think so. So, Danke like Shane, our German fans. We need to learn Romanian. We need to learn. It, sounds, it sounds Dutch. Dutch? So. Well, it's, isn't German part Dutch, right? Isn't it called Dutchland? 
Like the actual name of Germany in German is Dutchland. <laughs> that's the most that's the most Appalachian thing I think I've ever heard us heard us say on the podcast. Isn't that Dutchland? <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's a that's a town three three hours. Dude, away. I can't do it right now. Google that. I'm about a hundred percent positive that Germans Germany's country's name in German is Dutchland. Dutchland. All right, you get you get the next topic started, and I'll go. Okay, the that. next topic. So we were. What did we just did tools? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, for kicks and giggles, I know what my favorite uh, tool would be, Andy. What's that? A ball peen hammer. Yeah. <laughs> you want to? You want to tell everybody why? <laughs> All right, guys. I'll go ahead and you know I'm self-deprecating, and I don't, I don't care to put myself out there for some laughs. Um. So I, I I have you know hands small small hands is the best. That, way to hold on, the, the beginning of that is the best most obvious statement I ever. Guys, I I have hands. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about your hands, Sean? What is it that makes them? That my hands are a little smaller than you know what you would think a man's hands should be. <laughs> So that being said, our pastor was, uh, you know, giving me crap one day. And we were talking about fighting and different things and stuff. And I said, brother, I said, you want to know what else is small? And this is probably the proudest thing I've ever, you know, the, the proudest thing that I've ever said that, off the spur, off the top of my head. Like, it just popped in my head and I looked at him and I was like, you know what else is small, brother? I was like, a ball peen hammer. I said, but how like, I said, how would you like to get cracked in the head with that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say, if the most clever thing you've ever said starts with, you know what else is small? You probably probably didn't win the conversation. Hey, to think of that in in a matter of milliseconds after he said that, dude, like, I'm proud of myself for being that witty, okay? I'm always corny, but I'm never never really witty. So, uh, yeah, and uh, Uh, I don't think he wants none, right? Pastor don't want any now. He's, he's, uh, he's afraid of the I old ball pain. <laughs> <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that. Yeah. I will tell you that Bundesrepublik Deutschland is yes! German. I was right. <laughs> we need to go play some Trivial Pursuit, baby. <laughs> Deutschland. Yeah. yeah, we do. <laughs> I don't think we would have won that because they'd have been like, no, it's not Deutschland. It it's, is it's not Deutschland. <laughs> You have to pronounce it right to win. Have Still you ever seen Will of Fortune when people read the phrase and they pronounce the word wrong so that it doesn't give them to them? It does. I've seen some pretty bad ones. Oh, dude! Lately, so I've seen some terrible ones with with words that shouldn't have been made into words that people guess the wrong letters. That cracks it's me pretty up. Bad. Oh, yeah. dude, that cracks me up. Um, all right, all right. Next topic. So it was. Um, so we didn't do golf. Golf was the one of the B-side topics. So, Andy, tell us about golf because we know that you're a pro at that. Let, let's just let's just take a minute and think about how fortunate we were last week to hit all the good topics and end up with, with all the B's. Now I know why these were B-side topics. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Golf is uh, – actually, I bought a set of golf clubs this morning for my son Jackson. He's – so um, – He's pretty short. He's nine. He's he's pretty short for his age. He's grown a little bit, and I think he'll keep growing. But um, probably, you know, at nine, hopefully that'll happen. But uh, he's got some clubs we've been playing with, and they. I, I went back and looked at when we bought them, and they are three to five year old clubs. So I kept looking at them, thinking you probably need some bigger clubs. 
And so uh, went out and bought some clubs this morning. Super excited about it. That's kind of the it's kind of the biggest thing I'm waiting for is uh, he's loving playing, and I'm liking for him and I to be able to spend that time together. And That's awesome. My dad plays and stuff, so it'd be a really good connection thing. The tough thing about that though is he is he is left-handed, so teaching him oh. golf from the other side of the ball is a little bit different, but. Uh, yeah, and finding left-handed golf clubs is much tougher than you could possibly imagine. It's uh, good left-handed clubs is, is hard to find. That does so. sound unique to try to teach him from that perspective. Um, from what it I is. can say about golf is I like to play it, and I'm terrible at it. Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, there's not a lot of insight that I can give you other than you, you, know, you hit your little golf ball and try to put it in that hole and on the green. So I, will, <laughs> I will say this. I think probably the best thing that Sean could tell you about is the story of, and, and I didn't get to go, but some friends oh. of ours, the ones that we celebrate July 4th with every year. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Listen, it is so worth telling. Go ahead, go ahead and tell. It is, tell them what they did. It is so worth telling. So these idiots <laughs> who I consider dear friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> I do. They are, they are dear friends of ours. These big goobers. Kept unloosening my uh, golf. Uh, when you put your golf bag in the back of the cart, there's a strap that you you know you latch down. They kept loosening that latch, so I take off driving, and my my golf bag would fall out. And dude, I'm naive sometimes. Like I think the best of people. I literally thought there was something wrong with my cart. So they did this, and I never caught on. We played 18 holes of golf. And when I when I pull back into the clubhouse, I tell the guys like, "Buddy, there's something wrong with your golf cart." And he's like, "What's the matter?" I was like, "I was like this lever, the strap. I said it's not it's not holding the the golf clubs." I said they kept falling off, and I hear them cackling behind me, and I turn around and look at them, and they're dying laughing. He's like, "Sean, we were doing that to you the whole time," and I was like, "What?" And then that guy just looks at me like, you know, he's got pity in his eyes. <laughs> Uh, and it had to be like 18 times yeah, that they did like, it, right? He's like, he's like me on the shoulder and says something like, yeah, we all have those days, buddy. <laughs> oh, he's like this poor schmuck. Hey, oh, God, dude, but it's hilarious, man. For the sake of time, I've got an appointment I have to leave to in 10 minutes, so I'm going to jump to the last topic. So we've done tools as an instrument. We've done golf. And uh, last week we got... Um, strength training and the opposite of that was sugary treats so let's go with your favorite sugary treat and we'll finish I'll, we'll do a favorite and our least favorite all right so we're gonna go with with Mike and Ike's Mike and Ike's are the best sugary treat that's ever been they're great I'm a I'm a jelly bean kind of guy <laughs> and I think I think Mike and Ike's is the way to go I like airheads but uh, and I like skittles but they they I finish them way too quickly. So Mike and Ike's sticking your teeth so long that it takes a long time to eat them. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm a big Mike and I got, let me ask you this. When you get something like Mike and Ike's or you get jelly beans or are you a, are you the kind of guy that eats one at a time so you can taste each individual flavor? Or are you like, I'm just going to eat a bunch and see the sugar explosion happen? Yeah, I don't, but <laughs> I don't do jelly beans. If I do, though, what? it would probably be by the handful. The only time we've done jelly beans, and my kids love them and Nia likes them, but the only time I've, I've ever really done ate jelly beans with them is when we was playing that stupid game, Bean Boozled. Have you ever played it? <laughs> I have, yes. Oh, yeah, it was pretty rough. Uh, that That's some funny stories, too, I could tell you. But, um, yeah, I'm not a big jelly bean fan, man, but if I, if I am eating it, I, I put more than one or two in my mouth at a time. So... 
Yeah. Kind of like the way he skittles and stuff like that, man. I want to. I want all that sugariness at once. I would say probably one of my favoriteest. Favoriteest. Uh, <laughs> not most favorite, but favoriteest. Of course, yes. Because <laughs> we're in, you know, we're in the hills. Uh, one of my most favorite. Um, They'll understand in Dutchland. They will. They will. They will yeah. understand in Dutchland. <laughs> <laughs> so, man. one of my most fav- favorite um, sugary treats is probably malted milk balls. Love those things. Oh, that is terrible. No, Sean, I'm so news. disappointed. Out of all the things we could have said or done. Oh, man, that's that great, dude. Dude, I, once not, I did not knowingly, didn't know, knowingly do this until I was about three quarters of the way in, and then I finished it. I once ate malted milk balls that were over a year old. <laughs> Wow. Like balls. Yeah, they were balls at that point. That's a pretty funny story how that happened, too. But, um, yeah, anyhow, uh, they were they were still good. You know, after a year, you know, probably, close, probably close to probably a year and a half. They were, um, they were, they were pretty good. What's your, what's wow, your worst? That is terrible. They, they would be on the list. That and uh, black licorice. I'm not a black licorice yep. kind of guy. I like the red licorice. Okay, I can eat Twizzlers, but hands down, I don't like the black licorice. Hands down, to me, um, stuff like Tootsie Rolls and black black licorice would would, would be a fair. Black, black licorice, Tootsie Rolls, waste of time, waste of effort, nastiness. Same, Ugh. same. No, Jill loves Tootsie Rolls. That's her favorite. Uh. That is by far Jill's favorite. I I don't understand it. Yeah, there's not much that I don't like, but uh, I'm not huge on chocolate. I can I can eat it. I like to eat it, but it's not something I crave. Sugar, though, like just straight sugary jelly bean candy candy, that's my thing. I could eat that all day. We went one time to Myrtle Beach, and uh, they had that candy store at Broadway at the beach, and yep. Jill went and picked out a bag for us to all take home, and I guess she didn't know it was by the waist, by the pound or whatever, and she comes back, and she's so mad. She's like, She's like, you won't believe what I had to pay for this. I was like, well, what'd you pay? And it was, I'm, I'm serious, one bag. And she goes, it was $46. Oh and my I said, gosh. you did, you did what? And she's like, I had it out. I'd already like, you know, shoveled it out with a little spoon into the bag. She goes, it was all in the bags together and stuff. I couldn't just leave it. And I was like, oh yeah, you could. Like, you did. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, we could have left that. In fact, I never would pay $46 for a, uh, for a bag of candy. Um, it was pretty if good. If you though. like jelly, uh, uh, if you like jelly beans, I bet you like pixie sticks too, don't you? Just not really. Oh, no, 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 that's like, yeah, I don't really like pixie. That's too. That's just straight too sugary. That's so, so you yeah. can't just have straight up sugar. You got to have a little bit of gel or something around holding the sugar. Yeah, I like <laughs> I like the fake whatever that gel, that clear stuff in the middle of Mike and Ike's that you chew on for a long time. I gotta like that. The 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 pixie sticks are for addicts, I believe. Like they're for real sugar <laughs> addicts that like don't want to fool with the rest of it. <laughs> like let's just let's put it straight in the bloodstream. So note and, note to yourself if you ever see you know your kids walking around with those big long pixie sticks, the big you know the big extra large ones, <laughs> they might be a meth addict one day. That's all we're they saying. They got a problem. They, they got, got a problem. problem. You might want might want to nip that in the bud while you can. Well, hey we guys, gotta, I hate to. Uh, Oh, go ahead, yeah, Sean's got to go. Sean's got to go. Yeah, okay. go ahead. What was you going to say? Go ahead. Sure. I got a neighbor that walks around with a bowl of pixie sticks in the bowl. Blue pixie sticks. That's that's her breakfast. You're She's like 11. Me. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Oh, hey, keep an <laughs> eye on her. Let's make this an official uh, a scientific study of the Fit, Fat and Funny show. And uh, we want we want to visit her in about 15, 20 years and see if she's a, some type of drug addict. <laughs> Or, or just has teeth. Like either one. You might think meth and then you find out it was pixie sticks. Sex up here, I said she might not be a meth addict, but she might look like one. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy.
like oh, God. so oh, make God. sure my neighbors don't get this podcast <laughs> no no worries no worries at all guys we love you guys thank you for tuning in and listening to us check us out on facebook leave us a uh, voice message we want to hear from you guys we want to know what we're doing wrong what we're doing right and we want to put some of your suggestions and things on the air so uh let us know and you know until you hear from us again we're out see ya